back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's episode, and the last episode of 2022. Whew! Time flies, baby, time flies. All right, before we dive into what's been popping with me, and then into this new episode, diving into reflection and dreaming about the future and goal setting and manifestation and kind of that one episode that wraps up the new year and uh let's see if we can give it give it a go give it a go so first let's do some deep breathing as we breathe inhale through the nose and as you inhale expand the belly like a water balloon it's called diaphragmatic breathing nice and big nice and big hold it at the top exhale out the mouth contract the belly back to your center we're going to do one minute of breathing at your own pace. Inhale, exhale, focus on the breath, focus on the stomach. Grounds you into this moment. And then we can find gratitude. We can find presence, release tension in the body. It's pretty cool. So let's take this minute for us. <clears throat> We're going to take one inhale together and then let it flow. Ready? Three, two, one. Inhale. Final inhale through the nose. Nice and big, nice and big, nice and big, nice big belly. Hold it at the top. And now exhale it all out with a sigh. Ah. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for that practice. Let's introduce some movement back into the body. We can wiggle the toes, wiggle the fingertips. Roll the shoulders back a few times. Roll them forward a few times. Sway the neck to the left. Sway to the right. Open up the heart. Ah, shake, shake, shake. Move the chi. Move the body. Shake, shake, shake. Rise to the top. Heart center. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for the practice. Alright. How about them apples? Let's do it. Power of the breath. Again, we just finished reading Swami Rama's the science of breath, which was really fascinating, got some new breathing techniques, which I might introduce on here. We'll see, we'll see. And I just got James Nestor's book called Deep, Free Diving, Renegade Science, and What the Ocean Tells Us About Ourselves. I'm very excited to dive into that one as well. And again, after watching Avatar <clears throat> and already having an awareness of my breath and how important that is, and just health metrics, and just a love for the ocean. I don't know, I feel like it's I'm being called towards it. So 
learning you never learn enough you know so it's exciting to explore so that's happening what else is up with me well right now actually craziness man i mean last time since i've been on here we've had christmas and christmas eve and it was very relaxed we did some we had some nice new traditions for christmas which were very grounding and very powerful and watch christmas movies watch miracle on 34th street christmas eve we were with uh, more family and just nice time together but it was very very chillaxed very laid back and going into it i allowed myself permission to kind of indulge you know we had you know the pastas and the lasagnas and then just some cookies and we cooked some you know spice cakes and snacks and sugar and licorice and all kinds of stuff and i gave myself permission to kind of indulge and we overate a little bit and the upcoming the days after christmas my body has actually been rejecting and fighting what i put in and there's no sometimes it's like what is the causation of it and it's it's hard to pinpoint exactly when it is what it is because there's so many factors that create health and create our body and how they show up in our immune system and we're fighting all these different things and all these different practices kind of accumulate and it's hard to isolate one thing that is the reason for a reaction but i am pretty certain that it was the food that i ate because that was the only thing that i really changed over the last weeks months and it was the next day the day after and today's the 28th so it's three days after and my body is rejecting it i mean my mouth i have canker sores in my mouth which i didn't used to have since i was really in high school and college when i was just eating a lot of sugar and stuff my body was very acidic so i used to have canker sores all the time and when i kind of focus on you know my health practices my body's a lot more alkaline so i don't have them very often but my mouth is on fire basically right now i used to have really bad cold sores starting in high school and it's kind of an on and on on again off again kind of thing because it's a virus and my cold sore came back two days ago so i've been trying to remedy that with topicals and and then just my skin temperature is a little bit elevated brain fog is a little bit there and it's fascinating because being in it right now it sucks you know ah it blows but it is another lesson another affirmation confirmation that the practices that i've been doing and the foods that i've been eating very intentionally are really creating a healthy ecosystem for my body to be in and i've been in that energy for a long time with these you know and it's almost from the if I talk to my high school self or my college self, I might look at this guy and kind of judge him and be like, "Dude, just lay up, right? Just have a like sugar here, sugar drink here, this food, that food." And now it's it's almost like an allergy to these processed foods, to a lot of high sugar foods, and refined carbs, and all of these these seed oils, and all of these things that as i've learned are very inflammatory to the body and you know when you t take yourself off something for so long your body becomes very sensitive when it's introduced you know it's kind of like you live in a trash can when you're living in a trash can you don't really smell the smell because you're <clears throat> immersed in it and that's not until you leave the trash can for or the dumpster for 
a week, a month, a year, and then you get back into the trash can, the dumpster, and you're like, holy cow, it just, it smells, it's just, it's disgusting, you know? But when you're in it, right, when we're eating the foods and doing the things and, and living a certain way, your body isn't as reactive because that's, it's normal. You're, that's you surrounding yourself in the dumpster, in the trash can, but you take yourself out of it and then you get exposed to that dumpster. Whew, that whiff is pretty gnarly. So I am experiencing that right now and it is giving me gratitude for these practices and more incentive to really, really stay consistent with it and honor it because I love my body and I love my health and I want to stay healthy and vibrant and this feeling sucks you know and you kind of need more of those pushes it's kind of like when I talked about that episode of my relationship with alcohol sometimes you got to hit I don't say rock bottom but you got to get punched a few times to wake the fuck up in that conscious state to say I don't want to do this in my body anymore so we're growing we're learning our body's adapting and this is all part of the process but that being said it's still hard talking is a little bit challenging so I'm trying to stay grounded and present. Thank you guys for being here. What else is happening? Reflecting, a lot of jur- journaling, a lot of dreaming. And I want to take my dreams more seriously and start really journaling my dreams in the morning. But I've been doing a lot of journaling and just reflecting on the past couple of days. And then between now and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I am definitely going to be doing a lot more reflecting on my past year. And that's really what this episode is about, is to put into our awareness the idea of reflecting, the idea of setting goals and action steps to create that new version of ourselves, to create the best year that we can dream of. What does that look like? A lot of us don't ask those questions. I didn't ask myself those questions for a very long time. And I just really wanna bring this episode to bring awareness and to also share some things that I'm working on, some practices that I think we can implement that could be really beneficial but again it's about consistency and consistency is hard when you're trying to build a new habit because we're so used to doing things the other way so how do we sustain it that's the beast that's the beast and that's what we're here to talk about today and then reading uh, journaling again been doing a lot of reading I'm actually reading this book called in the blink of an eye which is about editing which is fascinating uh, learning about that it's very quick read so trying to bang that one out so I can get to the James Nestor book and constantly growing, constantly evolving. It's uh, We're nearing the end of 2022, and I think I've clocked in 23 books this year. Last year was about 49. So, again, it's kind of hard to isolate that number when there are some books, and you're in certain stages. Like last year, I was on unemployment, just reading all day, every day. And then there are some books that are like 400, 300 pages, and then some books are like 100 pages. So it's not really a point to make a number out of it, but... I still think it's it's a part of my growth journey and reading has been really beautiful. And it's like having a conversation with people who are putting their life's work into a book. So it's really cool. It's really great. So <clears throat> that being said, let's take a swig of water. Whew, the way of water. Mm. Also, I was at one of my dad's properties and you guys know I started practicing sign language and I found a book buy one of the dumpsters and it's in pretty savable condition and it's actually an ASL book called The Joy of Signing and I, I think I've heard of this book and it's a beautiful guide for fingerspelling, for the culture, for all and then just for basic grammar and vocabulary for sign language so that was just kind of a gift from God so thank you, thank you universe. <laughs> 
Alright, let's dive into this. <clears throat> Time for reflection. We're going to start with reflection, and then we're going to dive into visualizing in the future. <clears throat> so when it comes to reflection, we think back on these past 365 days, and I really I think it's important to set time aside where you have a journal where maybe you're lighting some incense you're in a very mood setting and got the lights maybe you're playing some very nice binaural beats in the background get yourself into a zone so you can really kind of channel and reflect and be in a space where it's not crazy like it's you don't want to do this while you're watching tv you don't really want to do this while you're eating food or uh families running around so find stillness find calmness and really take this time to reflect on this past year baby 2022 what worked what didn't work Matthew McConaughey always says sometimes you want to check what you're good at but also by process of elimination what are you not good at is just as important so what worked what did you do in this past year that made you feel good that you were quote unquote successful at that you achieved you set a goal and you achieved it you know what were you what were your habits what were you feeling how were you interacting how are you showing up what was your energy like and then what didn't work maybe there were times where you felt that rock bottom where you felt like you just had to purge and go out and just scream at the world because everything it's, it's just hitting you so hard right then and there maybe there were times where you set goals and you didn't follow through with that what what was going on in that moment how were you feeling what were you eating how were you sleeping drinking where you exercising, feel into and, and really dissect and get very nitty gritty and specific. It's kind of really I'm learning about finances. It's a it's such a specific world and to really maximize and optimize your financial plan and your life financially, you have to get specific with it. You have to reflect. You have to know where your money is, where it's going, and and that whole world is very specific and it's very documented right you got spreadsheets and it works right there's a there's a formula and when you understand it you can set a plan for it and you can achieve those plans and that's that's a whole world and a lot of people are into and I feel like there's less of that happening in health and wellness and I guess not I think people are doing it in the health and wellness space, but I think as a society, it's more normalized to do that with your finances than with your health. And I think we need to start prioritizing and doing the same work, you know, creating spreadsheets, reflecting on what worked, what didn't work, reflecting on and getting nitty gritty about where we want to be and those goals and what do we have to do to achieve those goals, what kind of consistency to build and to grow to achieve and maximize that life that we want just like those financial goals it's very similar so it's important to reflect on what worked what didn't work what inspired me right what were your best days what were your your, your best moments what were you doing in those moments how are you feeling in those moments right and the feelings are really important the feelings are deeply powerful it's almost there's that great quote where it's not what you said, it's what, it's how you make them feel. That sticks, right? So finding moments where you felt a certain way and you're very present and, and there might be times as we're going through this reflection where like, damn, I just didn't even think about this. I didn't think about, and, and then you start going back, you're like, oh yeah, I felt that, that was a big moment. This might, this sucked, this, you know, and we're reflecting and it 
it's kind of all over the place, right? It's kind of like, again, finances. Like, oh, money came in here, money went out there. It's kind of da, da, da. But I challenge us all for the next year to start being specific with that when there are moments that come up to journal and to feel into it, to get really specific, to make the date. And every single day you are logging these moments, right? Same thing with financial planning. And yes, 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 yes. So what were you doing? How are you feeling? Were there goals that we set? Do we set any goals? Do we reach those goals? Do we fall short? Why do we fall short? Or why do we succeed, right? Do we have accountability buddies? Was there just a fire lit under our ass to get up and to move and to change? What resources? Maybe there is, I hit rock bottom and I'm, I'm tired of feeling this way and I want to get my nutrition right. What action steps did we take? Did we find a nutritionist? Did we read the books? Did we try an elimination diet or, or, or playing around with different fruits, different vegetables, different routines, different intermittent fasting? What little things did we get really specific with this? And again, if you didn't set goals or you kind of just went with the flow of life, then this is the time to start being intentional and see how we can do that in the upcoming 2023 year so that we can become even more intentional and even more specific and actually set goals and achieve those goals. And it's a powerful practice and that's the, that's the practice of manifestation, right? And it's challenging to kind of hear this stuff, even for me as I'm reflecting, I, pro I could have done a lot more too. So it's a great reminder for me, but again, when do we live in alignment with our values? That's This is uh, something that I just always harp on and taking emotional intelligence courses, the first thing that we did was, was finding our values and, and that is the pillar, that is the foundation of who we are, finding six values that either we embody already and are the most important to us or the ones that maybe we don't honor but we want to and that's the person that we want to show up as and we have those six values and then how do we action step those little values so that we can practice them every single day so that we can live in alignment with those every single day so that we can show up and become that person so when we identify the values and we're very specific which is i'm going to for this upcoming year i'm going to reformulate my values and go into that and then see how i can action step those values so i can live in alignment with those values because that means that i'm intentionally showing up with intention and the person that I want to be, right? It's getting very nitty nitty gritty, very specific to manifest, to create this beautiful life and not be a victim to it. We are creators and that's what I kind of want to harp on going into 2023 is that we have the power to create our reality instead of kind of getting hit by life and yeah man, just getting beat down all the time and just flowing with emotions. It is what it is. <laughs> But yeah, so we have living in alignment with your values. Reflect on that. When you were in alignment with those values, how did you feel, right? How did you feel? And then again, were you paying attention to any of this? Which is okay if you weren't. It's totally cool. Because we can start now. January 1st, 2023. It's got a nice ring to it. And one of my favorite things that helps me with this, because for me, I have to... I have to write it down, I have to be specific, I have to see it. I I need to journal this stuff. So I have manifest manifestation books and recommend and uh, planners that my sister 
Jenny actually introduced me to for the first time and it changed my life and I can't go a day without it honestly I reflect and I, I set goals for my day what I want to accomplish what I want to achieve and then I reflect on my day at night and how did I feel and did we accomplish things and and it's a powerful tool man it's a powerful tool so that is our reflection so it's going into 2023 after we reflect a stream this is powerful again in this exercise the first part of it is really reflecting and journaling and sitting down in silence and reflecting on this 2022 reflecting on all the things that worked that didn't work the feelings involved uh write down the moments retell a story maybe one of the best days of 2023 rewrite it feel into that when you rewrite that entire experience that that, that brings back that emotion because you're mentally you're living there when you replay it in your mind and your body doesn't know really know the difference between you know the reality the present reality and the past when you're living in that Joe Dispenza talks about that with he does a bunch of brain scans and that's that power of manifestation when people's brain waves are firing and wiring when they're in a meditation of them living their best lives and they're sitting in a dark room not really doing anything but their brain waves are just firing off so when we put ourselves into the frequency that vibration of that really positive experience that positive event when we were showing up as our true selves our best selves and we were in an environment that connected with us and and we felt like we belonged in and we we showed up we made a difference we made an impact whatever that event was write it out enjoy reliving that experience right and that's just a really powerful tool so after all of that reflection you know stream of conscious you can and you can organize this however you want you can just journal you can write just lists down uh checklists all any any way that that works for you just reflect on 2022 and then for 2023 we're going to go into goals goal setting values right this is one thing that i want to revisit is what are my values when when it came to doing this practice i went on google I looked up characteristic traits, values, and you'll get two to three hundred. Narrow it down to twenty, narrow it down to ten, and then narrow it down to six. It's going to be impossible. It's going to be really hard because you want to be everything, and you are a lot of different things. But narrow it down to six, and they could be something that you really embody and is very important to you at this moment, or it could be something that you really want to embody coming of 2023. So narrow it down to six. Those that's your pillars. That's your foundations. Write all six values at the top, and then underneath each value, write down the action steps. So if one of my values is health, right? It's very broad, it's very general. So it's very easy to be like, I wanna be healthy, I wanna run more, I wanna exercise more, I wanna eat better. But that's, when it comes to achieving goals, specificity is everything. So what does that look like? What does health look like? Maybe it's drinking half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. Maybe it's a 10 minute meditation every single day for mental health. Maybe it's five minutes of breath work every single day for breathing. Maybe it's getting outside in nature 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day. Maybe it's three days a week of resistance training. You know, get very specific about these things that you can write it down and then check it off when you finish it, right? If it's just, I wanna be happy, I wanna feel good, you can't really check it off it's 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 kind of fleeting right getting specific 
is the key. So do that and let me know how it goes. It's going to be a really powerful tool for just understanding who you are, how you want to show up, and then being and living with intention the rest of your life, right? Because sometimes we have goals or we have values of health. My value is health, but the food I'm eating isn't in alignment with my health. The sleep that I'm getting is not in alignment. Maybe the friends I'm surrounding myself with, maybe the toxicity of being in front of screens all day or just being inside most of the days or not moving my body, right? All of these things. So really pay attention. Don't judge yourself, but get specific. Then we got goals. You can have big goals. You can have small goals, little tasks. When it comes to goals and dreams, there's this beautiful practice that I, I think is really important, which is for 2023, let's say you have the greatest year. It's the best year of your life, whether you've been on this earth for 10 years, whether you've been on this earth for 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, 80 years, 2023 is gonna be the greatest year of your life. What would that look like? What would the greatest year of your life look like? And this is a, is a fascinating exercise where you just get pen and paper, stream of conscious, write for, you can give yourself a time limit, whether that's 10 minutes, or you can do one page or three pages, let it rip, let it flow. And this is interesting because we have this self-monitoring, monitor-ness. And it's funny because kids, their imagination is so vibrant and so rich. And when it comes to dreaming, they'll shoot for the stars, baby, right? No, nothing's too high. They're dreaming, there is just, is just is massive and full of life and colors and experiences. Everything is possible. And then as we age and we grow up, practicality and life starts hitting us slowly over time, consistently. And as we age, we start, our imagination gets lesser and lesser and lesser because we've been told no, 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 no. We've been told get real, get practical. You got to pay the bills. You got to do this. You got to do that. And then you're focusing more on survival and survival than dreaming and living and playing, which is what kids do. So for a lot of us listening to this, we're probably can feel ourselves getting into this state of, I don't want to say disconnection from the child, but from the imagination. And we're living in more of a reality of practicality of what is possible, what we can achieve. We're like cynics, we're practical, we're, re we're realists, right? And for this exercise, I wanna give ourselves permission to dream, to just fucking dream like a child and let it rip. You can go swimming in cookies and cream river down the ba -da -ba -da -ba -da, hiking mountains, flying with ponies and cotton candy you know those silly childlike dreams that's a little that's a little that's a lot there but i want us to i want us to feel into the idea of allowing ourselves permission to dream when it's, when we start writing this and we start visualizing and dreaming what is the greatest year what could it possibly look like there are going to be times where we write something down that's really exciting but it seems so impossible 
where it's like, oh, that's just stupid. I'm not even going to write that. And we censor ourselves. And I think that can be really, that's, that's not what we want here. I think it's important to feel into when we feel those feelings come up. But this exercise is to dream. So I want you to go on your date with your your celebrity crush, right? I want you to swim with the dolphins and 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 f- fly on your yacht, you know, and and get on TV or make a wish, you know, and and whatever the most incredible year looks like. Who are you with? How are you walking? How are you talking? How are you feeling? What are you doing for work? What are you doing for service? What are you eating? What are you, where are you in the world? Get, just, just let it go and dream. And it could be, it's going to be silly. It's going to be ridiculous. But let your inner child out and give yourself permission. Please, please, please give yourself permission to do this. So that is one beautiful exercise where, right, visualizing what the best 2023 year feels like, looks like, sounds like, let it rip let it rip no dream is too big so let it let it dream let it dream baby let it dream and then maybe you could also have one that's a little bit more practical but really just set yourself up to to dream big have smaller dreams no things that are practical growth steps that we can do to practice consistency to achieve goals because when we understand the process of growth it takes time, it takes consistency, persistence, showing up, doing the work, doing the work when you don't really always feel like doing the work. And we can make 2023 a year where we have grown more than we ever have. And that is absolutely possible. I've seen it, experienced it. Our bodies are elastic, neuroplasticity, baby. And we can create the realities that we desire. And it's it's very exciting when we start to dive into that frequency and we're creating that through our minds through our mindset and our belief system but also grounded in reality of the doing and the showing up and getting it into our bodies and then trusting ourselves self-trust is so important (sighs) that's just that's a massive thing that i think we can all really meditate on and focus on coming in 2023 which is self-trust I'm going to make a whole podcast on that because that's powerful. So I have some exercises here, new practices. We might be thinking, yes, Andrew, I want to change in my life. I want to feel differently. I want to show up differently. How do I do it? I don't even know where to start. And that's okay. So I have some tips here that I've implemented and explored and tried and, and loved and there are some that I also want to explore, want to try, and stay more consistent with it. I was at Barnes & Noble the other day, and they were doing a 50% off all hard book covers. And it was hard not to go crazy, but I, I ran into Tony Robbins' book called Life Force. And it's a massive book. It's a beast of a book. But I skimmed through it, and all of the things that he's talking about is just absolutely money. And I think if health and living a, a truly holistic, healthy, vibrant human being, and if you're going through some physical struggles, um, diseases, illnesses, or you have family members, I definitely recommend that book because 
I think he's ahead of his time. And he's the thing about Tony Robbins is that he's the ultimate student. He's the ultimate learner. And he's just an incredible learner. And he has the greatest resources in the world for breaking down these specific areas, whether it's microbiome, whether it's cancer, whether it's regeneration, whether it's stem cells. It's crazy the, the, the lengths and the, the credibility and the sources that he can get from just being Tony Robbins. So definitely check that book out. And a lot of these practices that I'm about to share were referenced in the book. So super awesome, super awesome. So we have breath work. What do we, again, what do we want to implement into our new routine, routine, routine habits, right? Consistency. So it could be breath work. And again, it's kind of general. There are a lot of different breath work exercises that you can do. And you can do it for 30 seconds. You can do it for two minutes. You can do it for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. Feel into it. Breath work. We can do meditation, stretching every single morning. I'm telling you, five to ten minutes of stretching. Like five minutes of stretching in the morning, five minutes of stretching at night. Transcendent. It is so simple, but it is an absolute game changer. And when I'm consistent with it, I feel it. When I'm not, I feel it. So that's a great practice. Very simple. Again, five minutes. Hydration, half your body weight in ounces of water. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Sunlight in the morning. This is a beautiful practice that's always challenging with the, the season that my East Coasters and, and I guess Western side of the world are where it's very cold right now. So getting outside in the morning when it's like 20 degrees outside and windy and not even always sunny can be really challenging. But Andrew Huberman preaches this all the time. We gotta get back into our circadian rhythms, especially with a lot of artificial light, darkness. Our circadian rhythms are sauce right now. I'm being inside a lot because it's cold outside. Getting sunlight exposure first thing in the morning, the first 30 minutes in the morning, sun gazing, just soaking it in, getting it for your skin. When you right when you wake up is magic. So that's a great practice to introduce as well. Intermittent fasting, play around with the time of the food. The time you eat the food, the portion sizes of the food that you eat, uh, it's a great practice. Again, I've consistently, I pretty much like just don't eat after 8 p.m. And I've been doing that for a long time. And anytime I eat after 8 or like 9 o'clock, I feel like I'm hungover the next morning. So it's just a practice that's been really beneficial. And in uh, Tony Robbins' book, they say three hours before, and I've heard this a lot, is you want to stop eating any food three hours before you fall asleep. So that's a, that's a nice rule of thumb, and then usually fast for that 12 hours while you're sleeping. So if you're going to bed at 9 or 10, let's say 10 o'clock, so you stop eating at 7, and then you wake up in the morning and like don't eat food until 7. That's 12 hours of fasting, and you're giving yourself your body a lot of time to do its thing. So intermittent fasting is great. Sleep schedule. Sleep is beyond importance, so finding... A sleep routine that works for you finding a night routine to ease into the sleep so that you're able to fall asleep deeper and the restorative process is a little bit smoother you can get into REM a little bit easier and finding sleep consistency is really important too so start getting specific about it start really getting intentional with our sleep routine because again we can be doing everything else right in the world but if we're not allowing our bodies to recharge like like your phone we're doing all these amazing things on the phone and then it's dying we gotta charge back up, and that's what sleep does. So finding a healthy sleep schedule that works for you. Journaling, letting your thoughts flow, let it rip, stream of conscious. It's a great way to tap back into your intuition. 
affirmations, positive affirmations. I'm a huge proponent of this. This is a great thing to do, even when you're doing the work, but when you're starting off doing the work, just start reprogramming your brain, reprogramming your habits, your stories, your narratives that you have about yourself and who you are and how you identify as, right? There are so many times I, I hear all these, these great stories where if something happens to us and anger arises, we identify with the anger and we say, I am angry. And when you do that, you're kind of creating this narrative that I'm an angry person. And then you start maybe leaning into that anger a little bit more because you've identified with it. Instead of when anger arises, I feel anger. And then it goes through its natural course and then you don't feel angry anymore because we have a wave of different emotions and different states of being throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the years, right? So affirmations is a great way to reprogram the thoughts we have about ourselves. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am brave. I am strong. I am courageous. I am unique and gifted. I'm a leader, right? I am present. Whatever we want to be, whatever, however we want to show up, it's tricky because a lot of times, sometimes we're saying things that we just aren't, but we want to be, but we don't act it and we don't feel it. It can be challenging, but the more we start putting this into our subconscious and then we start feeling what the feelings, what the emotion feels like behind the word, what does it feel like to be a great leader? And then I feel into that and then I start over days, weeks, months, there are moments that reflect this new identity of I am a leader. And then people are start reaffirming, dude, you had great leadership skills or they saw you in a leadership position. And then you can start to identify and create a new story for yourself. But it starts with kind of priming the subconscious. So positive affirmations are amazing. And again, even listening to positive affirmations at night while you're sleeping just pop on a youtube video and let it go into your subconscious there's something it your subconscious is listening so incredible practice practicing gratitude throughout the day whether that's after meditation or you can go through your body scan and be grateful or you can give five minutes of just sitting in gratitude for the little things the big things or I like to try to practice gratitude throughout the day, which is, I'm not gonna be every second of every day being like, thank you, tree, thank you this, thank you that. I want to, I'm trying to be more intentional with that. I told my little sister that every time we go somewhere, whether that's a grocery store, the movies, a restaurant, the beach, the whatever it is, when we go there and then we leave, when we leave, we say thank you. Thank you, beach. Thank you, gym. Thank you, cafe. And it's just a great way to get into that state of abundance and gratitude and love for life because we are so fortunate and so grateful for so much of what we have and you don't realize that until we've lost it or we're around people who don't have that so it's a great practice putting you in that frequency reading is another great practice whether that's reading 10 pages a day reading a chapter a day reading a certain number of books per month per year and this is just a great way to explore learning and for me, I'm really in this state of wanting to learn. I'm reading a bunch of books on acting, reading a bunch of books on breath. I'm really in this learning bubble, this learning state, and this learning energy. So I'm reading a lot of whether that's those kind of sciencey books or memoirs or autobiographies. I really like learning from people's experiences, and that's kind of the state that I'm in. I also love reading a fiction book and getting lost in a story, and I think I definitely want to dive more into that to kind of massage that muscle 
of storytelling and that imagination and there's something so profound about reading a book and not being able to put it down and when I'm reading these books where I'm learning you know it's pretty easy to get to a chapter and be like alright I'm done but when you're in a narrative and a storytelling and you're seeing it in your mind that's a different that's a different energy and that's really cool but reading is a great way to grow it's a great way to learn information again this is you can get a person's life's work an expert in a field their life work in 200 pages 300 pages of reading and that's pretty powerful so reading is a great practice to get into therapy just having someone to talk to is a great practice to get into and maybe new classes is a great thing whether that's this is great because this allows us to practice the skill of growing and learning a new skill when you learn a new skill you practice you're practicing growth right we're practicing what it feels like to not be good at something and then what happens when we're consistent with it then we start getting better at it and we start having that self-trust and you say oh my god I took this cooking class I couldn't even chop an onion and now I'm cooking a souffle I'm doing all this crazy stuff what else can I do and then you learn a new skill maybe it's picking up the guitar maybe it's voice lessons a dance class an art class any other class right and then you start trusting yourself and having the confidence where when you start something new you have obstacles and you realize I'm struggling with this right now but you don't judge yourself which is so key because you know that the growth progress and those progressions takes time takes consistency and when you stick with it and you show up for yourself and you're present and you're there and you're with it and you're doing the work then you can achieve anything so that learning a new skill creates self-trust self-confidence so that anytime you know the the challenges arise the struggle accrues that we're ready for it baby and we're growing every second of the day we are students of life students of life so that was a longer episode today but i think it's important to reflect always on our days on our weeks on our years on our lives who we are who we're becoming and dreaming to manifest for the future of who we want to be and how we want to show up and what our, we want our life to look like and it's very exciting it's very exciting so i hope you guys got something away from this we're gonna take some time sit alone journal the shit out of these exercises find seriously if you don't have a manifest manifesting journal or a yearly planner definitely check them out because it's a game changer it's an absolute game changer for me i can vouch for it and let's do it let's make 2023 one hell of a year huh what do you say so thank you guys for tuning in as always if you're digging this if you're vibing this share comment rate subscribe review tell your friends tell your family tell your loved ones you guys can reach out to me on instagram i'm at, at larkin underscore andrew if you guys have any cooler names for my domain name let me know because at larkin underscore andrew uh we could get more creative than that so yes 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 small act of kindness for you for others makes the world go round and this year with a bang uh hug a loved one give them a nice bear hug we made it through another year guys we survived there's a lot of love in the air. There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow. Give them a nice bear hug. Tell them how much you appreciate them. High five yourself because you're deserving, you're worthy, you're enough, you're beautiful, you're growing and learning every single day and unique and gifted and so enough. And always, always, always strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.